0: welcome to this episode of Trial Talk from the MRC Clinical Trials Unit at UCL. My name is Annabelle South. Over the next 20 minutes, we're going to be exploring the results of the biggest trial the MRC Clinical Trials Unit at UCL has ever been involved in. The UK Collaborative Trial of Ovarian Cancer Screening, known as the UK CTOX trial, followed up more than 200,000 women for an average of 16 years in an effort to improve the diagnosis of ovarian cancer. The long term follow up results from UK Cetox have just been published in The Lancet. Anwyn Jones is the chief executive of Target Ovarian Cancer, a UK based ovarian cancer charity. She told me about the scale of the problem of ovarian cancer in the UK.
1: Ovarian cancer can be devastating. Uh, In the UK, 7,000 women are diagnosed. Every year, by the way, almost 300,000 women worldwide. Um, But here in the UK, we lose 11 women every day to this disease, and more women die as a result of ovarian cancer each year in the UK than all the other gynecological cancers combined. So there is a significant problem with ovarian cancer and an urgent need for action to be taken to improve survival. Ovarian cancer is often diagnosed at a late stage. Um, so we know that uh, approximately a quarter of women are diagnosed with ovarian cancer uh, in a as an emergency presentation as opposed to via a GP referral. And uh, women who are diagnosed by an emergency presentation are almost twice as likely to have advanced ovarian cancer.
0: Professor Ian Jacobs from the University of New South Wales is a principal investigator on the UK Cetox trial.
2: Outcome of treatment for ovarian cancer is very heavily related to stage at diagnosis. Women who have stage one ovarian cancer, confined to the ovary, have over 90% survival rates at five years. At the other end of the spectrum, women who have cancer that has spread outside the ovary, um, across the abdomen, or outside the abdomen, have very poor survival rates of 20 or 30% at five years. Um, so the, the observation many years ago that survival correlated very closely with stage led um, clinicians and then researchers to think that if, if ovarian cancer could be picked up earlier, then perhaps survival could be increased and the number of deaths decreased.
0: So there's a clear need to improve diagnosis of women with ovarian cancer. The UK CTOX trial was set up to test two screening approaches in postmenopausal women in the general population to see if they could identify women with ovarian cancer sooner, when they're more likely to benefit from treatment, and if so, whether that prevents ovarian cancer deaths. Professor Usha Menon from the MRC Clinical Trials Unit at UCL is the chief investigator of the UK CTOX trial
3: we tested two approaches. One was based on a substance called CA125. It's a protein, it's produced naturally in our body, but ovarian cancers produce large amounts of this uh, protein. So our first approach was just based on measuring the levels of this protein in the blood, looking for uh, whether it would rise. So each woman was uh, her own control. And we were looking for a change, a rise in the CA1 to 5 level. So that was the uh, first line test in our multimodal strategy. If the levels rose, then the women went on to have an ultrasound scan, an internal scan, a vaginal scan. The second uh, approach was using a vaginal scan, an ultrasound scan. You would have seen these done during pregnancy uh, to image the ovaries so that we could see the ovaries and then uh, look for changes in the the ovaries, either an enlargement of the ovaries or a change in the appearance of cysts and other complex structures within the ovary. Both tests were done on a yearly basis. The women Uh, 100,000 women had no screening because it was a randomized controlled trial. And then uh, 50,000 women had screening with the blood test, 50,000 women with the uh, vaginal scan. Uh, They had screening for up to um, 11 years, 7 to 11 years, depending on when they joined the trial. And we then followed them from the end of screening in 2011 till 2021 so for almost another 10 years after the end of screening
0: so after 16 years of following up more than 200,000 women what did ukc tox find
3: one of the approaches the one using the blood test looking for changes in the ca125 level uh, resulted in women being diagnosed earlier so compared to Uh, ovarian cancers diagnosed in the no-screening arm, there were about 39% more women diagnosed in uh, stage 1 and stage 2 ovarian cancer. And when we looked at uh, stage 3 and 4, advanced ovarian cancer, 10% less uh, women, women were diagnosed in stage three, four, then in uh, the control arm. So women were diagnosed earlier to a certain extent using the uh, multimodal blood test-based screening strategy. The ultrasound uh, strategy did not diagnose women earlier. So multimodal screening managed to
0: diagnose ovarian cancer at an earlier stage compared to no screening. But did this help prevent ovarian cancer deaths?
3: Unfortunately, though we seem to pick up the disease earlier, there was no reduction in deaths uh, in the multimodal arm. Uh, the number of deaths was the same as in the control arm. But this also happened in the ultrasound arm. There was no difference in deaths from ovarian cancer in the ultrasound arm compared to the you no know, screening arm. So, overall, neither screening strategies saved lives.
2: The women who had their cancer picked up early seem to have just the same outcome as they would have had if we'd not picked up their cancer early and waited until they developed symptoms and went to see their GP. That is devastatingly disappointing it it means that we cannot advocate using this screening strategy in general population screening with the expectation that it will save lives now after 36 years of work for me and uh, many many years of work for so many that is so disappointing and of course w- our research group passionately wanted this, to have an impact on the lives of the 100,000 women a year who develop ovarian cancer across the globe. But the truth is, and this is science, and we have to face up to what the evidence shows us, that our screening test, the multimodal strategy, can detect the cancer early, but it is not able to save the lives of those women.
0: So why didn't diagnosing women at an earlier stage reduce deaths from ovarian cancer?
2: We believe that our our strategy um, had a lead time over clinical diagnosis, normal diagnosis of 18 months to two years on average. Now, it may be that that's not early enough and that we can now come up with early detection tests that can push back the diagnosis by five years and perhaps they would have an impact. The other possibility is that what we we did in our screening strategy was when a woman was diagnosed by screening with stage 1 or 2 disease, they were treated with the current gold standard therapy for stage 1 or 2 disease. We believe that if they had stage 1 or 2 disease, their cancer would behave in the same way as the stage one or two disease we're used to in clinical practice. But it may be that what we needed to do was treat those cancers more aggressively with what the women would have got if they were diagnosed with stage three or four disease. So that there is that possibility that we just didn't treat them aggressively enough when we picked them up early
0: so what are the implications of these results for other efforts to improve diagnosis of ovarian cancer
2: i think that um, to some extent we need to go back to the drawing board Um, we we need to be looking for tests that can pick up the cancer even earlier being able to pick it up 18 months earlier is was exciting actually it seems clear that it's a, it, we need tests that can push back the diagnosis even more. Um, that will be challenging. We do, of course, have the UKC Tox blood samples and and database to help us try and find those tests, and we have incredible new and developing scientific technologies um, that might be able to do that. Um, but but that seems to be the case. It's not really a question of picking up more of the cancers by screening because In UKC Talks, we had well over 85% sensitivity for picking up ovarian cancer. Of course, it would be nice to be able to pick up the other 10 to 15% that weren't detected. I think this is more about pushing back the timing of diagnosis. In when it, it will then, once those tests are identified, require another big randomized trial. And it reinforces the important point that one cannot rely on the surrogate endpoint of early detection and stage shift um, to implement a national population screening programme for any cancer. One has to show that the early detection and stage shift actually translates into a mortality reduction. So there, it would be wonderful if there was a shortcut to doing another randomised trial, but Regrettably, for good or bad, I, I think um, the the cost and the time of randomized trials is really important because otherwise you might in, hey, we could have ended up implementing a screening trial for ovarian cancer on the basis of state shift without mortality data and we'd be spending a lot of money for for, for very little benefit. so I think that is a really important lesson.
0: A trial as large as UK CTOX generates a huge amount of data. How might this help women with ovarian cancer in the future?
3: The women who joined the trial have been hugely generous, generous in joining the trial in the first place and then in donating their samples and data for secondary studies. So what this has meant is that we, like you mentioned, have uh, samples that predate the diagnosis of ovarian cancer by many years, and also of other cancers that developed in these women. And uh, so this gives an opportunity for other researchers developing new early detection tests to use these samples to see how good they are, if they can pick up the disease earlier. So it's really an invaluable and unique resource for for studying early detection of cancer and, of course, in ovarian cancer, there is a lot of CA one two five data, other data which can be used to understand the natural history better.
0: So what are the next priorities in trying to improve outcomes for women with ovarian cancer? Anwyn Jones.
1: I think it's um, it's really important to be clear what the results do and don't say. Um, And the results uh, have shown in this particular study that diagnosing more women at an earlier stage didn't impact on long-term mortality, or it didn't save lives in the long term. I would say that... Uh, And I know that others agree that uh, the treatment for this disease has changed quite radically in the past five years, Uh, whether you're looking at uh, the organisation of surgery, uh, specialist centres, or whether you're looking at kind of all of the new drugs that have come on board. And I would say that the the, 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 real, the really important objective is not necessarily stage shift. It's actually making sure that women are well enough to receive those treatments to actually get the benefit of all of the progress that we've seen in treatment. What you'd ideally want is a screening tool and the advances in these treatments. But as we don't have, at the moment, a screening tool, you have to look at the next best thing. And I think taken, taken together, those efforts to improve diagnosis, getting women into treatment, will help us to make progress, undoubtedly. But we have to keep on investing in that screening programme too.
0: UK UKCTox has been a monumental effort over several decades from researchers, doctors, funders and the more than 200,000 women who were taking part in an attempt to improve outcomes for women with ovarian cancer. Sadly, the results show that the screening approaches tested did not reduce deaths. Despite the disappointment of the results, a trial on this scale is a phenomenal achievement and UKCTOX has built up a massive repository of data and samples, which, let's hope, may hold the key for future more effective screening. You can find out more at ukctox.mrcctu.ucl.ac.uk. Thank you for listening.